So we, what do you think of this movie, Adam? Um, you're going into it blind. You don't really know anything about it, right? Yeah. Um, it was interesting. Uh, I feel like you know, just lay so. it all out. Lay it all out because you're the guy. You're the an adult who's never seen this movie before. Yeah, this is a movie I used to watch a lot as a kid on cable TV. Yeah, this is like a. It's kind of a movie for for kids because what kind of a grown up is going to want to watch like a little kid being doing you know badass shit and stuff? But it's also uh movie you know made by a pedophile you think i mean i had a feeling you were gonna say that but it's very strong pedophile vibes i'm giving you free airtime to say whatever you want i'm not interrupting you you know i thought we were gonna have you uh started off by explaining what the movie is and stuff but like, let's just have your opinion first. Like you warm up, you tell the audience what you think the movie, oh, I, tell us the vibe of the movie. This, yeah. It's, it's this movie is about like a kid who's like a badass, but he also gets like, what's the name a, of the movie? A, a, it's called Motorama. So he's getting, he's a badass kid. who's like on a road trip by himself. He's got like little like pedal uh, contraption so he can drive a car. And He's a badass kid. Every adult no, treats no, no, him no, like. No, no. <laughs> you got to tell tell the vibe of the movie. What's the vibe of this movie? What is what kind of genre is this movie? It's kind of like a scuzz movie. I feel like. And like, who's the oh. audience? <laughs> An empty cardboard box fell on Adam. It's <laughs> like flashing on my head. Uh, the audience. Like what other? What kind movie. of what other movies is this like? It's like what meets what? What's the first movie that pops into your head? You, you know what it's what it reminded me of is a movie we've also done, Dial Santa Claus, because that's also a movie that feels like it's Dial Code Santa a, Claus. Yeah, that's a very and four pedophiles too. Um, well, it's like an R-rated movie, a genre film. Yeah, and the lead character is a tough child, a precocious child who is. <laughs> In this movie, driving a car. In that movie, using weapons, fighting Santa Claus, and also it's like it's That's like an a ultimate subver- badass kid thing to do is fight Santa it's, Claus. It's like a subversive kids film. Yeah, well, but it's not for a kid. He's saying fuck and shit. Like, I know, but, but it I'm has like it's, a weird funhouse mirror quality about like grownups and stuff. And so it is kind of this is what I'm saying. Like I, this is. The cinema of pedophiles. No, it's this is not. the kind of shit they like. Pedof- this is not a movie for pedophiles. This is not a sexual film. No, 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 it's not. But of course, okay, they're not I'm going to take sexual... over. I'm taking over because. <laughs> Wait, no, this I is... don't. I don't like your. This is a movie for pedophiles. Why? Okay. <laughs> yeah, I'll give let me, me talk one chance. About it. Why is it a movie for pedophiles? Because I completely disagree, and no one else has that view. So no you're one? kind of no way. Like give a give a a real. There's a weird quality about it where like all the grownups are getting really into like the kid's face and talking. Treating the kid like an adult is kind of like a pedophile thing to do. I think like in a movie where you're you're like I'm gonna make a movie that's not like I'm not gonna make like pedophile like well, child question. I'm gonna make a real movie that's for pedophiles so they can go out and see something on a Friday night. Okay. You know? Now let me ask you a question. 
So the for me, the most obvious connection to this movie is Home Alone, which is very similar to Dial Code Santa Claus. Obviously, they almost have the exact same plot. But Home Alone, I, I feel like this movie, precocious kid made, movies. It's like it got made because of Home Alone. But the other thing it feels like is Erie, Indiana, and Pete and Pete. And there was this weird yeah. thing at the time in the early '90s where maybe it's because of Twin Peaks. But there's there were like several surreal television shows about kids and kind of for kids made by like L.A. hipster guys who were trying to make something. They were trying to make like artsy kids movies and except for Pete and Pete, they were Gen X shit. Yeah, they're it's very Gen X and they all kind of failed. And there's this weird thing with Gen X about like. It kind of felt like this is what a college kid would write. It's like a yeah. movie about a it's literally a movie about a 10-year-old child on a road trip encountering <laughs> like wacky characters scene after scene and th- his only real motivation is he's playing a, a game at all the gas stations he goes to called Motorama. And then in the game you, get peel, stickers. you you collect stickers, you peel them. It's kind of like the McDonald's uh, Monopoly game. Dude, I think it preceded that actually. The McDonald's Monopoly game, I think it goes back all the way to the 80s. Let me check. But it's, you know, serial, serial used to do things like this, you know. We don't really do these yeah, contests yeah. anymore. But this was like a, this was, it's like a very Gen X feeling movie. He's collecting the stickers. And then every scene he encounters a weird, person or actor and it's there's so many celebrities it's very similar to the doom generation that way but like who's in this movie susan terrell who's that yeah she's in um she in fat city she's in crybaby that that lady um is a she has like a unique face and then we have uh jack nance is in it eraser head clompus jack clompus on seinfeld that's who jack nance is he punches the kid in the face. That's not I mean, Jack. Kid... Nance. Jack Nance is the hotel owner who is killing squirrels. Oh, that guy's, that guy's gave me strong pedophile vibes. Okay. Um, Dick Miller is in it from Gremlins, the old man from Gremlins, the name of guy who's like, he has the best scene in the movie, the, the horse and scene. occupation. Dick Miller, the Miller thing. Like uh, they, like I wish I, we're too bad like we're not smart. <laughs> like what you make grain? You, do the dick. At, you make grain. Right. At, you, it's like a it's like a big French guy in a like a a cooking apron, like baking dicks and then like yeah, grinding them, them or something. Something about grinding. Yeah. So uh, yeah, flea, and then, hold on, like, hold on, hold on. Fleas in it. Oh yeah, forgot about the flea. The flea star. Drew Barrymore, early Drew Barrymore. One IMDb user was like, "This is a pre-breast reduction Drew Barrymore." So make sure you check out for that. Like, she was big on the IMDb trailer. Bringing the bringing the uh, important information. Every Wait, isn't she also like on. underage in this movie though? I don't know. So and then um, like, not, like fifteen or sixteen. Nah. Nah. No way. It's just the pedophiles like mentally fucking with you. It's like you're trying to. It's getting you, you all you, confused and tangled. Like it's, it's making you be like, what? Like 
Don't forget the good son. Up. Remember the the good son came out at the time. There was this thing with like that's another movie we did. Bad kids, ten year old kids who are bad. Macaulay Culkin obviously is the problem child. Problem child. There's all these like weird movies about like bad kids, which you do not see at all anymore. Yeah, I was also thinking about that. Like something that this movie. I don't know if it's like a universal thing, but when I was growing up, I remember every adult being pretty mean and tr- kind of treating you like shit. Yeah, I don't know if that's a boomer parent thing or whatever. Like, but I feel like because you know, like they all have lead poisoning and shit. Like, I feel like when I was growing up, every adult was mean and kind of scary, and like did not want to like deal with your little kid shit. You know, so that's something this movie does get right. It does feel old fashioned though. Yeah. Just like Problem Child, there's like this weird 70s thing. And I think it's because Disney didn't have a lock on child's entertainment. Yeah. There weren't these like obvious corporate streams of just like Nickelodeon, Disney, these apps where you can just like funnel children's entertainment. Back then, it was kind of like they would make like exploitation movies essentially for children or like they would slip into the cracks. Like yeah. Red and Stimpy has similar vibes. Like, that old man, George Licker, like he's kind of, he could be a character in this. It's lots of guys in like bowling shirts with like bad wigs or like being, meatloaf. Like skunk, like being gross and shit and like getting early up in the camera. And like, it's like he goes to a motel or like a, a restaurant and like there's always like a nasty person in the scene who's like mean to him. Yeah. It used we to be talk- like funny and people used to think it was just like fun and funny and cool to be just tr- treat a kid like shit. Now people get mad at you. So. You can't condone that publicly. Yeah. You get shame. Private. You can enjoy yourself. Finally. So let's talk about this kid. He's kind of, he doesn't really, he's not a great actor. I wish I could yeah. say he was. He's, he's got bad. a great, he's got a great look. Perfect. It kind of I mean, hurts a lot of the movie though, I think. Because, you know, he's kind of like, not be you have to re- be really believable if you're going to be like precocious and like they shouldn't have had a, pre- a cute kid they should have got a like an ugly weird kid yeah like i just if a kid was at least if a kid was weird looking it would give him some weird edge like did you ever see uh you ever see out of the blue that dennis hopper movie no with so the girl from uh days of heaven and like gummo linda mm-hmm. mans is in it and she's like you know, really weird kid who talks like this and is very precocious and adult. Yeah. Kind of like, or like Jodie Foster was another great kid actor. It's like they would try weirder kids in the seventies. This kid That's, just has like, he looks like a commercial actor. He looks like yeah, a kid he, who's getting molested, like to be in the industry and stuff. Pretty sure. That was, that was big at the time. Oh yeah. <laughs> Remember was, Jonathan, Bra- like Jonathan Brandis. Yeah. I mean, he killed yeah. himself. Right, like why? Yeah. Like if he killed himself and then like Corey felt the way Corey Feldman talks about it, he says it's pretty common. You know, that's how you break into the biz. There's like guys who just kind of go to like malls and they go like, Hey, you should be uh, in movies. How about you come over and take pictures? Yeah. Yeah. Good stuff. You just get hot. It's just like literally like the porn industry. Yeah. Damn. But they also like dress this kid up in like little kid clothes. You know, it's like they did. He has I like a know. Dennis the Menace outfit. He is like, he's got a baseball hat. A cartoon kid outfit. Red cap, gray sweater. 
Yeah. Um, but yeah, there's also like shots of like, there's multiple shots of little kids peeing in like the bushes. That's cool. <laughs> yeah. Don't um, forget, you know, you, you know who was big at the time, Adam? We forget. Bart Simpson. This is the era of Bart Simpson. He does have a Bart. Yeah. He has a Bart Simpson style um, demeanor. And then the other thing is, if Bart Simpson was like a pedophile's dream, huge you know? movie trivia coming up right here. The name Bart for the the boy that was from the 1950s movie um, that Dr. Seuss made about the kid who goes to like the, the wacky world or the fuck that shit's called. Well, I cannot I remember. Know. I can't remember for the life. I really of me built without... this up. I know. Anyway, he's um, based on that. There's a kid named Bart in that, and then another movie called Day of the Locust. There's a guy named Homer Simpson. So, oh, you know, but where a little kid no. is, where a little kid mur- is murdered by a like an insane <laughs> autistic man played by Donald Sutherland. So, like when Bart is getting strangled, I think that's a reference to Day of the Locust. Oh, interesting. Well, but I also read but Homer. That- Matt remember Homer's family those are all like the other people's names in his family his that's dad's true. name is Homer but Homer Simpson that's Mac- a double oh yeah but I guess his father is named Homer Simpson also so mm. or Homer Homer Graining, dad was named after the character but let's get back to the movie so uh, yeah going from one pedophile to another that's how that's what a meeting is in Hollywood <laughs> Transaction between two pedophiles. A uh, really intense negotiation between two pedophiles. Got a lot of writing on, on it. Um, but yeah, so he's wearing a big color, he's wearing colorful kid clothes. He's pee and there's a shot. So there's a shot of him peeing in the bushes, and the camera's like doing something that I think you would only do with a camera if you were. A pedophile. <laughs> I so trying to film a little kid. But he's just a kid peeing. This is no, like but a the camera is not a. The camera is the pedophile. I think it's the camera is like slowly moving in on him. And if you were not a pedophile, I think your instincts would be to maybe just like let the camera sit. What you're saying is the atmo- distance. There's a voyeuristic atmosphere to the scene. Yes, which there so, is. And then someone doesn't someone sneak up on him? No, I don't think so. No, well, I someone think he, does, he's later snuck up upon when he's siphoning gas from this gross couple. Jack and this Klampus. is from Seinfeld. Who was he in Seinfeld? I don't really. I, he looked familiar. Jack Klampus from Seinfeld. He's yeah, uh, who, the, oh, take the pen, Jerry. Take the right. pen. And he, he's like, I don't want it. <laughs> and he's, he knows like his uncle Leo or some shit. Uh, or times. Uh, he lives in the same uh, complex as Jerry's parents and in. And Boca, he lives in Del Boca Vista. He's a he's a striking man. Oh yes, quite striking. And you know who's there's another old striking man, Jewish man in this movie, at the end who's Larry David's dad in Curb. He's the guy in the wig, at the end, died in the toupee or whatever. Who won the at big in Vegas? Yes, exactly. So, so when yeah. that kid, let's go back to him siphoning gas because this scene's this is one of the best scenes in the movie. He's siphoning gas. He's stealing from this couple, and you know, I used to watch this movie as a kid. It would be on at four in the afternoon. So at like four p.m., this is like the coolest movie on Showtime or HBO or whatever, like Cinemax. And like Think about how pumped the pedophiles were too. They're like, I, oh my god, they're playing this in the daytime. 
And back then I would watch like little scenes here and there and never the full movie. So I would see it kind of like out of order before I finally watched the whole thing. Right, right. Because like all the reviews for it were really low and it would always say like one star, Motorama, or like horrible movie about kids, just garbage. No one, a movie no one should ever concern them about, just awful. But Those are just pedophiles was, trying to throw people off their scent. Well, it was like dumped on cable. They're you like know, protesting I can't, a little much. I can't yeah. find a review, like a like an interview with a director or anyone talking about it. There's like no, it's just a movie that got made and there's it's so hard to find any information about it. But is it a TV movie? Because it's like full screen, right? I guess it's made for TV. It's very weird. Um oh, it made two it, ten thousand dollars. I thought I was gonna say 10 million, so I got like <laughs> but so 10, like, sounds about right. In this scene, this kid is snuck up upon. And this couple catches him and the and the Jack Clumpus guy punches him in the face with his ring and rips open his eye and his eyes all swollen and bloody. And then a doctor visits them and the wife is played by Mary Warrenov, who's in all those like Paul Bartel movies. And then the doctor's played by Vince Edwards. And then the doctor's examining him. He's like, well, you know, maybe I could... I could save the eye if I do surgery tonight. And then Jack Lumpus guy's like, well, it's our choice, right? Well, you know, loss builds character. And then he like loses his eye. But before that, as he's passing out, you see the two gross adult people are oh, like yeah. covering his mouth with the lipstick. And then when he wakes up in the morning, he just has lipstick all over his face. Oh, just my like, God. I just like his, all of his mouth is just like lipstick Ew. spread everywhere. This is so gross. This and his movie eye, is... And his eye is just bleeding out so much. And like... That's the point of that part. I thought... These shocking the tonal changes. Oh. See, here's what this movie is, okay? This writer wrote After Hours and Vampire's Kiss, like, after Hours is that Scorsese movie. Right. Vampire's Kiss is that insane Nicolas Cage movie where all the memes come from. It's like his most over the top acting. You ever and do doing Nosferatu like, shit. Yes. And in then, like yuppie 80s New York. This writer probably wrote this movie in like three days and just was like, no one will ever make this. But it's like he probably that the director of this movie was a producer on vampire's kiss. So he probably talked to producer and to be like, Oh yeah, this is like the next home alone. We should make this. And that producer guy directed it. So it's not very well directed, but the writing is so subversive and that this little kid woke up and his, now the lipsticks all over his face, his eyes bleeding out. He's crying. He like wanders out of the hotel room and go, finds like a big tire filled with dirty water and then he begins to wash out his mouth with the dirty water and it's just like it's so when i was a little kid watching it i was you know so i was just feeling everything he was going through so much right and when sure. that happened i just made me like sick like i couldn't believe like imagining all like a child going through all that and then the next scene <laughs> he gets roped into a bar game with meatloaf and meatloaf just starts beating him in arm wrestling and the kid's trying to hide him, him to arm wrestle to bet or whatever and then he's he's like stop i don't want to and a cop's there he's trying to hide from the cop robert Procardo, another great cool actor of that era from inner space but he's uh he's probably on star trek tng i think yeah i think you're right bald guy but, but then uh yeah he loses like 
a bunch of money betting. And then he says like, no, I'm looking for the, these four Motorama cards. And then they go like, oh, we can get you those letters. And then they tattoo his arm. They just take him at the force. Yeah. Strap him down and then tattoo his arm. Like give him a sleeve almost. But it's not directed with the, the atmosphere is so weak. I mean, it's there. It's just the bare minimum. It kind of feels like a TV movie or like a TV show pilot or something like it's not very cinematic. And the music feels very just half-assed. But the the montage, edit, there's like montages in this movie that are good though. Yes. There's like a lot of the scenes. All, are all, the, weird. all the ideas are very good. It's just not put together with any flair. I mean, you got to think about us as, as if you were a guy who just loves fucking naked kids and being there's a no pedophile naked children shit. in this movie. Yeah. But you can imagine it gives you a lot of also that's here's here's that's okay, more, Adam, something that fucks me something. up in this movie is that the kid has like a big butt and, and he's wearing like tai chi. Okay, you're like, a pedophile. On, you <laughs> no, are no. a pedophile. I couldn't stop. You keep what your if I'm re- thinking about this being like, hey, this is like a movie that it feels like very pedophile-y. I'm not, you know, I'm picking up on some vibes here. And then I the, it's a lot of shots of the kid walking away from the camera and he's wearing these tight jeans and he has this big, like juicy, like little kid butt. But who else could make a better children's film than a person who absolutely loves children and adores them? It's an interesting who theory, else, William. Who else is willing to cross the boundaries? Yeah. And to do treat the them things, like, you know, to treat respect. them like an adult yeah. with res- who respects children more than the pedophile. They believe that they are able to consent. And that's that's a huge sign of respect that they're giving the kid, you know? Yes. It's uh, yeah. So this is a pedophile movie. Number two of this podcast. The first one was dial code Santa Claus. It's got a sweaty shirtless kid and a lot of it and stuff. Oh, and also there's that scene in this movie where he's, he's sitting at the road. I think this is after he gets tattooed. He starts like peeling a bunch of them. And then like a, this couple, this young, like biker couples like, Hey, can we go fuck in your car or whatever? Or a quick, like have a quickie. Yeah. And he doesn't pay. Yep. He doesn't like answer them. Cause he's like obsessed with the Motorama. So they go in his car and fuck. And then the movie cuts back and forth between him winning her, a the ticket, woman achieving orgasm and <laughs> the kid and the ticket, being getting the a level. ticket for you. <laughs> getting a tea or something like that because the tea is like not common so you know what this scene is i feel like this is i bet in the first draft for this movie he fucked the girl in the back of the car that would be my guess and and then someone was like no you're not doing this or like (laughs) okay (laughs) so this is his because what he's experiencing is adulthood through these experiences he's because that would be his virginity taking scene or like, you know, the eye losing the eye scene is like his war story or like right. getting tattoo. It is like. Yeah, I guess you could look at it like that. Because at the by the end of the film, he has gray hair and a beard. Oh, and yeah, he's an adult. He's an old man. And like. Interesting, the, William. And it's You've a. really know how to analyze this movie. Well, yeah. This movie in particular. Well, I've seen it dozens of times. Right. But I, I like the movie as Alone a child. Sure, sure. As a um, child, this was one of my favorite movies. I mean, like Pee-wee's Big Adventure. There were all these like crazy fun road movies at the road time. Movies are like, good for a kid, I think. Like they really just, hit the spot when you're a kid because you want freedom. The Wizard. 
yeah, you want to hit the road and like can't. So that's where all your like dreams blah, take you as a kid. Well, because it has a thing. strong appeal. Life is the road. And if you're a pedophile, you're like, I got to get on the that's road. The, like the police yeah. are closing it. <laughs> you live on the road. Yeah, you're exactly. On, you're on, you're constantly moving, constantly touring. I love the open road. You're, you're working with Sega, you're making video games, but you're <laughs> next thing you know, you're in, you're filming a Pepsi commercial and your hair's on fire. Yeah. Wait, who is that? You're making uh huge music videos, touring the world, but you know, sometimes you like to chill out down in Santa Barbara, you know, in your own amusement park that you have built for yourself, your own oh, palace so. and amusement <laughs> okay. park. Nice. I bet he I liked this movie. About. I bet he loved this movie. Of course. Of course. <laughs> He's Let's like, guys, that's a love. <laughs> right you got this, I wouldn't be surprised if Michael Jackson secretly paid for this movie just <laughs> so he could have a, his own his own movie to show children on a first yeah. date. <laughs> this is honestly a perfect first date movie for Michael Jackson. Didn't he like Home Alone? Well, yeah, he hung I feel out like with this Macaulay. one's better he because it's like, Macaulay see, you're Coke a big, and... you're a big kid. Like, yeah, maybe that's like too per- gets too like close to home or whatever. But this movie is like, oh yeah, you're a big kid. See, like, you know, you can do Let's put crazy a little things. lipstick like, on yeah, you. Yeah, put a little lipstick on you. Where are these? Let me jeans? give you a tattoo. Yeah. Let's play this game. This, this kid's wearing like one of those beta butt jeans. I feel like in this movie, <laughs> it's. I can't believe that's not a thing that. Well, don't forget, like most costume designers are women, and they're just mm. like, "These are the hot jeans. You look so cute." Mm. Yeah, but if the pedophile director producers like Women's... laying them out, being like, "Hey, she picks them up, she gets an idea." Just the double standard for women is they can talk about boys, young boys, in a way that no one gives them any grief. Yeah, he's got a really sweet looking ass in those jeans, and that everybody's like, "That's fine." It's a cute thing to say. Yeah. Just like, oh yeah. Start snapping in agreement. Yeah. Starts drooling and sweating. <laughs> Tapping your leg, looking at the floor. Yeah. Nobody ever talks about the female. Trying pedophiles. to look away. Giggling. They're not rep- they don't get enough representation compared to the guys. They're not seen as threatening. Yeah. Because they can't. You know, they don't leave as much physical damage. So to speak. Oh God, dude! I was like, "How are you going to say this?" And you said it in like a worse way than. It's like you said you said it in a very vague way that was also awful to imagine. Nice work. But anyway, um, yeah. he would have loved this movie. I hope oh, he yeah. saw it. I bet he did. He he was a big TV guy, big movie guy. So, but I was a kid. I just watched it as a kid. Um, did we talk about the Dick Miller scene? This is the greatest scene. This scene as a kid was just so it was like I I didn't know a movie could do this. What's who's this again? So Dick Miller is he, the kid wants to play him and give him horseshoes, and he basically right. cheats him. And this is like <laughs> a great he like I guess he's good at horseshoes because he just like gets like eight horseshoes in a row, no problem. Mm-hmm. To then, a dad that's camping with his family. Yes. And then the yeah. dad says, I can't afford this. I can't pay you a hundred dollars. I got two kids. 
And the kid's yeah. like, whatever, man. He takes his money and walks away. And then the you see the dad go, but wait a minute. And then he like runs to his wife and tells her something. And then he grabs his two kids, takes them out. He's like, you want to go to the bathroom? You want to go pee? Right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then he That's just takes them out scenes. to the woods. And then the little kid's peeing. And then the dad runs away. The guy from Gremlins. With the mom, you know, the dad and the mom get in their car and drive off. And drive off. So that $100 bill, I mean, they were writing, writing it tight financially, that family. Yeah. $100, the kids are gone. And then there's a shot of the two kids looking sad. Yeah, holding each other's hands because they're like, you know, they're not ready for the open road. They're not, they don't know what's going on literally and on set when they're being filmed. <laughs> yes. These kids look very confused. It's perfect. Yeah. And then it cuts to the kid driving. He's like, yeah, he's got like a new, it's like, he's been scammed. He's been fucked over. Now he's fucking over other people. And he's, he understands like the rules of the world. Now he's making oh, money. I see. I see. Yeah. You, he's can, you really got this movie figured out, dude. Well, yeah, he's, it's a basic story. Of course. Of course. Let's say, you know, I mean, this is, it's a children's book. Yes. This is, it's a baby book. It's a baby movie, but hey. It's a baby. Worked, it's a movie for bad babies. And it's a, you know? it's a movie for me. Let's be honest. Yeah. You were a bad baby. I was just a, I was a bad baby. I would scream and cry literally all night and never sleep. And Damn my parents, really. and they would have, every night I would just scream all night long, just nonstop. No way. And then, and then they would take me out to the living room and they would play cable TV and I would just watch movies all night. Eventually they just left me on the out there every night to watch TV. And Is that that's true? all I yes. That's cool. That's a sweet and, story for this. And now you're here talking about this pedophile movie. Reminiscing about it actually. It's a great life. Yeah. Now you are a pedophile. So yeah, the, he eventually wins the game and he gets the last ticket from what? A guy with Down syndrome? Yeah, he's something. He's got something. He's He can't speak. He mutters around. He jumps around. He claps. Yeah. The kid gets one last card and it's the R and he has, he wins Motorama. <laughs> He, which I was excited. Yeah. Honestly, at that point, I was. This movie does a good job of you getting into it. I wanted him to win. I wanted to. I wanted him to get the prize. Yeah, it's it's a very simple thing in movies. If you just make it explicit what a character wants and show them on the journey to get that thing. Well, also, like you, he's, you, you know, will watch anything as long he as they're so bad. You know, he's. he's Daunt, dauntlessly pursuing this thing. He's getting tattooed. He's getting fucking raped or whatever. He has gray hair now. He has a beard. Yeah, but he's he chasing this thing. Shadow. He crashed he his dreams, car. The Drew Barrymore scene is like him being like, oh, that's what's going to happen. when it, He's just trying to get like older pussy. He wants money, fame. Yeah, he wants to be leisure. on a beach with like a underage He wants the, Ameri girl. He wants the American <laughs> like, dream and the pedophile's dream really he plays the game so that's a a normal dude's dream though adam come on but like Drew the underage on an island. yeah oh that's true that's true but yeah this movie i mean that 
scene is like it rides a line that for any reasonable uh, adult watching this would maybe be like this is making me feel strange this is adam he's watching this movie he's getting like chubbed up and then he's like is everyone else like hate this movie this movie is bad yeah well no i'm not getting you're just robbing (laughs) your pants are like getting like a mountain getting like a tent yeah my jeans are getting tight like the kids jeans the front is getting tighter so my butt is getting more and more cups no no, this is a good no this is a good movie yeah this is a fun movie come on just keep watching um i mean i don't know i don't the you know the they have tricks they use trickery and kind of deception to confuse normal people and to get them to be like, wait, this kid, I guess this kid is an adult. You know, I guess it it is okay. That's what the movie's trying to do is, is what I'm saying. Well, he's at the end not, though, the not, movie doesn't do that because when he tries to win, collect the prize, a $500 million prize, that he is told he's only eligible for the prize. And then when he confronts a person at the company and this like big faceless corporation, he's yeah. just told there's no prize or this or that. And then eventually he's just picked up and thrown out a window. And as he oh, falls, yeah, that was awesome. his shirt sleeves comes back, his eye gets fixed and he lands in a river. And then there's a shot like out of a Tarkovsky movie of just like, debris and water and like shallow water and the camera pans over which is really pretentious for a movie like this to even try to do that but it's actually a nice shot it's a nice bit of atmosphere and then it returns to the beginning of the film and he goes back to this gas station he was at earlier where he had a um a very long and boring scene between an uptight gas attendant and a police officer I found that scene to be so long and boring the first in the beginning of the movie. Oh yeah. But, I mean, that's just adults fucking acting weird around this when, kid. Like, the violence was that was there when the threat of, yeah, being, it, of being in trouble, the movie picks up. Agreed. But agreed. It just like, kind of does like, Oh, everything you saw never happened. We returned to the beginning, kind of like cop out ending. And it's what really you think fright. happened. Didn't happen. You didn't get molested. You're, you threw you the just, crutch. You went on a fun adventure. Don't don't worry about the lipstick that is smeared all over your face. See, see what I'm saying? He's been he is an adult. You went through an experience <laughs> like that, it's just true. like him. You were yeah, kissed. but I was thirty. Yeah, but that's the metaphor. Yeah, that's when I finally grew up. So you don't grow up until you get molested a lot. Right. So you and that happened at 30 for you? <laughs> I started cool. getting molested in my 20s and then yeah. You know, a couple of dry spells. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I got fat for a little bit. Nobody wanted to molest me. That has to be the worst pain. If, yeah, that was pretty hard to deal with. But I, you know, it motivated me to to get my shit together, you know, get in shape. And now I have like principles and habits that will 
allow me to get molested for many years to come. Okay. When was the last time you got molested? I molested myself last night. Oh. Yeah, I guess you can do that too. It's, it's also. So you what's know. your rating? What do you give this movie? This is one of those movies that is uh, incredibly bad in parts and weird. But also, I think it has some really good qualities to it. And some of the sequences are really good. Like a lot of the montages I was saying are like, they work really well and stuff. Yeah, He goes to like like weird states and they're all like, yeah, it's it's surreal. Yeah, They're weird. They're not like Texas is named something else. Then he goes to California at the end and it's named something else. Remember he went through the tunnel for Essex and there's just like a surreal scene of like KKK men, like hanging someone. Oh yeah. And a guy like shooting the Pope. Yeah. Yeah. So it's got weird shit like that. You got to appreciate that. But it's just like a bunch trickery. of cheap costumes, like a bunch of cheap costumes. Yeah. It doesn't feel like, and there's no like, re, there's no, there's no, like nothing happens afterwards where you're like, oh, that really affected him. But sure, sure. It's just part of the aging thing. It's like through life, you know, you're, you're unaware of all these horrible ev- events that are happening in the world. But as, as an adult, you know, you just right. see. Damn, dude. <laughs> <laughs> reading this pedophile movie so good you're nailing this movie just what we all go through you know? yeah true watching the pope get shot growing up fucking nuts dude life that's life and it's cool this movie back then could slip through the cracks and just sort of exist out there in the world of cable and vhs yeah and a kid like me could come across it because who yeah, else is going to enjoy it? Prevent that from get, get reaching children before they even get a chance. Yeah. It's lame. Be like a big social media campaign to cancel the movie or whatever. But yeah, like it feels like a French, this Sad could be times. a French movie. Yeah. That's dial code or dial Santa Claus or whatever is French, that's French right? Um, so what's your rating? Yeah. Uh, I I guess I'd give it a three because it works on a, like a, it, it it works it really well in some parts. And I appreciate the, um, you know, the fucking uh, like eye patch tattoo shit, like I, going for it and stuff, but the acting is so bad. And like the direction is so bad and weird. Like I had to bring it down, like at least a star, star and a half for that. And then the pedophile thing, I got to drop it down. At least a half star for the pedophile thing. Cause you, you know, mean that's an extra star. I can't comp- condone that. This is a four star movie in my book. You're not going to see a movie like this ever again. Yeah. It's unique. The screenplay Damn. is just awesome. I mean, this guy wrote three movies after hours, vampires, kiss Motorama. And after hours was this big deals. Um, movie because he wrote it at nyu scorsese directed it it was like scorsese's comeback and it's a small movie but it was like a big deal because like wow this nyu student wrote this screenplay this is amazing he's just right out the gate working in hollywood with like one of the great directors and then it turned out he like plagiarized the whole story from like an npr article or something i forget like some article he read nice 
And then that kind of like, you know, derailed his career. And then he like, he wrote Vampire's Kiss. And I don't remember what it was like when that movie came out or what people thought of it. That Nicolas Cage movie is just nuts. But, but that's because of him, though. Yeah, but it's a weird movie. Sure. And then it was like, I just mean more like it wasn't that successful. And then Motorama just kind of got dumped on TV or on video. Yeah. I mean, if and then his career is basically not really anything after that. I was or thinking about like, TV. oh, is the writer a pedophile? Like, you know, is this made by like a cabal of pedophiles or just like one guy is the director? Is he bringing that touch to it and like unintentionally even, you know? Um, but like, imagine if you were a writer and you wrote a script and it was awesome and stuff like that. And you realize that like a director was like just making a movie for pedophiles to enjoy. Well, I, I just want to say that I completely, honestly, I completely disagree that that was any motivation on the filmmakers. I think I joked around and said, Michael Jackson would have loved this movie, but that's probably true. I feel that there is something inherently cinematic about a child acting mature. And if you look back to the little rascals, they'd be smoking cigarettes and cigars. Or if you look at, yeah, it's a good laugh, you know, Sullivan's travels or Oh brother, where art thou has a similar thing with like a kid smoking, driving a car. It's just a very funny, it's like a vaudevillian. Sure. Yeah. It's a classic. Sort of, yeah. Um, and I don't think, I, I just think when Adam, honestly, when you just thrown about the same thing over and over again on these episodes, it just, it's, what? it's a, like you, it's, you did the same thing on dial code. Well, I'll just bring it. It's a I very mean, shallow it's a analysis. It's a very shallow analysis. And then when you miss basic things about his obvious signs of, Im- of maturity, that's a second viewing sort of thing that you would and pick up on. I think. I think that's very telling of you. I'm gonna watch this movie again. It's a pedophile movie. You have obsessions with pedophilia in movies like this. Not the movie. <laughs> not anyone else. No one else I know <laughs> who, who likes this movie even brings that up. No, you have to bring it up. I'm not saying no, like I, you I, can't not, like this movie. I gave it three stars, but like I'm you just know. saying I'm just doing it at my take. I'm just saying when you you're missing the big picture. And you're focusing on a hallucination of your own creation. No, it's not a hallucination. And your This is not my own creation. No one else I know who's seen this movie has ever said that or... And just well, like... But all your friends are pedophiles. Besides me. You, look, you can defend yourself Got it. after. But I'm just saying that's how I feel. I never know. I never felt that way. Well, you know, I was thinking like... Because I looked it up. I was like, "What? when are these fucking movies made or whatever? And they're made in like 1990, roughly. And like, maybe it's something about the style or like the kid actor industry or what it's like shot on or something. I don't know. Like, I feel like I'm looking through like the lens of, you know, P word. Okay, well, you heard it from Adam. Something about the lens. Or no, I'm saying I'm seeing the I'm I'm watching the story. Something about it is making it feel like it's made are by you, a pedophile. Are you saying it's the male gaze? 
Yes, yes, exactly. There's like so male the gaze, gaze put on these children. Very good, William. See? I'm just asking you questions. <laughs> what do you mean? What do you so mean you see that? the director has shot them. Now, do you think the male gaze in this movie is intentional? That's well, yeah, it's a question of like, is this guy, a pet, is this guy like being like, okay, so it's going to we're, we're I made an, some other movie, a regular movie, and now I'm going to make one for us, you know, my What's community. This? So I, or is it like a fuck? I'm, I just revealed that I'm a pedophile. Like when you're watching the first cut, you know, it's hard to say. I wasn't, I wasn't there, but is that a problem you find yourself with? <laughs> no, not, not at all. <laughs> Oh my God! I accidentally made who I, I can't believe I accidentally that. made a pedophile movie. Oh my God! I'm so upset. So stupid, idiot. Oh, Why okay. did I well, make I this movie this is, for pedophile? This cut is good anyway. I don't want to work on it. Let's just release it. I can kickstarted it. Asked everyone I ever have known in my entire life for money. I'll say this: the the weakest thing about this movie is the directing and the real. The real key element of directing in a film is mastery of tone. Okay. The best directors just get the tone right in every Mm -hmm. scene. Yes. And this guy, whether it feels like he's not really involved in the editing, it kind of has that like, you know, this movie is going through a system, like a cheap production house. It's just someone directs it. Another group of people put it together and they slap it on video. And they just kick it out or yeah. Sony. I think it was a Sony movie, actually a Columbia TriStar or it was Amy. released through them. I don't know. It should but be on the Spider-Verse, this kid. I, it doesn't really have a strong tone, so I don't really see strong intent behind much. Mostly I just, I find the writing to be the most interesting part. I would consider the writer to be the, yes. the main creator of this film. So what about the person who was in charge of the little kid's genes? Like I said, I think that could, it could just be a costume designer being like, these jeans are cute. Well, it's a costume designer, you know, finding the best jeans for working with the casting director who finds the kid with the biggest butt, you know, the on the orders like, huh? of the director. Yeah. What about these jeans right here? Yeah. These are the good. Oh, oh, actually. Oh, put these on, kid. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Turn around. Turn around. All right. Yeah. Okay. Um, another another possibility rehearse that no it's not rehearse no 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 just keep spinning just around the in those jeans. get the camera out let me record but yeah, that's good uh first take whatever but maybe that brings up another thing maybe the director hired a bunch of pedophiles by accident and then is like it, oh it's fuck i have this whole crew conspiracy of pedophiles. you're a flat earther that's how like <laughs> People who acknowledge the existence of pedophiles aren't flat earthers, William. I'm sorry. You have no evidence in Hollywood. Yeah, there's no pedophiles in Hollywood in the night. I'm saying with this movie in the early 90s. Your analysis, I see through your analysis now how you think things happen by accident. Maybe it happened. No, I'm just bringing up questions. Maybe it's an intentionally made movie for pedophiles, you know, like they want to have their own cinema or whatever. Perhaps it's in. But no one else. Are they? Don't they have a? Do they have a right to it? I'm not saying. I'm asking. Do they have a right to have their own cinema? Of course. Okay. Finally, some real answers. As long as they are not breaking the law while making the film. Yeah, maybe it'll take the edge off. You know what I mean? 
here's the thing about art. You have to let criminals make art because criminals make the best art. Because they're people who yeah, break the law arranged make the best art. And you might as well allow all of them because murder once you start making once Dude. you start making little rules. No, I'm you not know. saying that you they can't make it. I'm just fucking saying like this movie's got it. It's it. This is they made one, and it's this. I don't. A general audience movie that is that appeals to. I uh, never noticed his jeans once know, like while watching the movie. Shit. By the way, nothing Adam has said <laughs> is anything that crossed my mind. I was once. just thinking about the pedo. I for the only reason I noticed the jeans because I was thinking about the pedophile shit, and then like. While I was thinking about it, this mother, this fucking kid, like walks into the frame, and it's like an ass shot of him. So you know, me bringing it up, you know, maybe prevents a child actor from wearing tight jeans and showing like off a his Muslim. big butt in the future. It sounds like you got, you got to put a burka on that kid. God damn, I can't handle this kid. <laughs> walk, he walked by the camera. Put a burka on that boy. I know. Just making him walk around like that. Oh, hoity-toity. Children should be in burkas in every... You Otherwise, it's made by a pedophile. That's my opinion. But You are a pedophile. It's just somebody who works with a pedophile every week. You know? Adam is a bigger Someone who's pedophile. close with a pedophile. Collaborator. You know? Yes, do they deserve their own cinema? Absolutely. Do they deserve to host a podcast about cinema? Of course. You know, you're trying to attack wanna... me after I attack you, but... <laughs> no, I was talking about Ryan. You are literally a pedophile. No. <laughs> you told me. No. <laughs> you whispered it. That's the, and I no, tell I everyone whisper. I know. That's, come on. Something. It's something he said. I told the police they won't do anything. They said, record them, get some evidence. So I, this was an entire show that the whole reason it existed was for me to admit or for you to admit it on air. <laughs> Wait, and I what? got the recording. Little slip there. <laughs> I got the recording. Fuck, why did I say that? I, why did I bring up that kid's big butt in his tight jeans? That's, I shouldn't have done that. Those are incriminating. It happened by accident. I know. You didn't even think. You, well, you showed me the perfect one. Showed me the perfect movie for a pedophile. To not, you know, to be like tricked. This is a road movie. This is an existentialist road film. Yeah. It's a cool movie movie for kids out there. You're looking for a cool, if you're an adult and you're looking for a cool movie to watch with a young kid, watch this movie. The parents would be so happy. (laughs) If we got any like grown male babysitters, uncles. Yeah. This is for the uncles, you know, this is an uncle, the kid movie. You're going to want to turn away the nanny cam, throw this movie on and be like, check this out. How you know? old would you want your son to be until he watched this movie? Oh boy. I guess like maybe, well, maybe I'd show it to him when he gets his driver's license for the first time, you know, you're like, okay, now you're out of the window of this being, you know, damaging to your, you, you can fight off most molesters. Check this out. This is what real life is. You know? What about you? I don't have a son. <laughs> okay. But I we, would show it to him at like seven or eight. Yeah, you see, what do you, what, how, I think about this sometimes with you actually because. Six years old. Of how early you watched. Eight year olds. 
movies. Yeah. If you want to turn them into a pedophile, show show them to it. There's no media that can turn anyone into a mass murderer, pedophile, serial killer. It's not true. That's a lie created by the gun industry. Yeah. Grooming is a... Can't groom a kid to be anything, really. Right? Right, William? Well, you can groom someone into being a victim. Sure. You can groom a victim, but you can't groom your own Manchurian candidate mass murderer through a movie or a video game. But I, well, I mean, you know, well, like you've saw, you were exposed to stuff at an early age is what I was saying. Like you're exposed. What's like the craziest first crazy adult movie you saw when you were like six or whatever, because your brother would show you shit. Right? I used to watch like full metal jacket a lot when I was like five years old. That doesn't that doesn't line up at all. It doesn't explain. And that movie, would like, or, that movie yeah. like made me feel so bad for Vincent D'Onofrio going through getting those soap beating. The soap beating was like so painful for me as a kid. It didn't like seem so that visceral. Bad, honestly. Getting beat up uh, with the soap. Crying thing. and begging Matthew Bodine not to hit him. And then Matthew Bodine's like hits him like like the first one's hard and then he gets him like three more times. And then when he goes to sleep and then puts his hands over his ears. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think that had an effect on you for sure. You're totally normal. I mean, it looks fun. <laughs> that, that, the, that as long as you're the person you hitting for, the like, person, it, it's totally fine. Yeah, that's true. As long as you're you not the one. You don't want if you're the guy. Yeah, it sucks for the guy in the bed getting Everybody's hit thinking about the victim. Nobody's thinking about how fun, much fun the bullies having. You know, yes. <laughs> that's, and there's a lot of us bullies in that scene, just forget. running around having fun. Everybody, they all yeah. bully Private Pile. Yeah, RoboCop <laughs> was another favorite as a child. I saw that in the movie theater, so I would have been four years old. No, I saw that. That was a good one. No, you didn't. And no, you're kidding, right? No, I saw that in the movie theater. I used to love that movie as a kid. I love the Ed 209 scene. Him getting shot and killed and his hand, his like hand blown off. That was awesome. That's another bully. (laughs) Where like guys are like refusing to have pity. But I also like kids movies. I liked, you know, An American Tale. I like the Adventures of Pippi Longstocking movie. I saw that in the movie theater a bunch. That's sweet. Bad kid. Yeah. I liked any movie um, about bad kids, you know, Home Alone. Yeah, that's, I mean, that's, that's thrilling when you're a kid, of course, but, Motorola. you know, I'm, I'm, I was obviously a very good boy. And, uh, so that may, maybe it was a different kind of thrill for me. Maybe for you, it was just like you're taking notes. Like, oh, Return, yeah, of, the, I Return of the Living Dead was a big movie when we were kids. Street cool. Trash, obviously. Right. You would rent that a lot, you're saying? Or it just goes to camp. Oh, yeah. I had a, my dad, we would rent stuff and my dad would uh, copy it and on the blank VHSs. So I had that one. We watched that a lot. What else? The Thing. <laughs> we love The Thing. When you're like... <laughs> but like, just learning Big Trouble in Little China was like way cooler as a kid, though. I love Big Trouble in Little China. Pee-wee's Big yeah, Adventure. Yeah, now it's like a little silly and shit. Now I like The Thing more, but when you're a kid, Big Trouble in Little China was awesome. The thing was just 
so awesome though the, the that effects all those like of course of course all that alien shit you know yeah venom style so yeah i'd say like they should i watch those movie. movies as a kid i turned out fine so i don't believe in <laughs> totally censorship fine. all checks out censorship like, is pointless yeah let your kid watch whatever they don't even know they want to watch it or anything that's like you have to put it on for them they don't they're not being like hey can i watch full metal jacket you're like hey check this out you know we just you have, watched you have it. to take the it initiative the, with your kid. it was the 80s it was just seen as like you know everyone had lead should, poisoning and they were tr- completely shitty to all, every my kid. My parents came were across, young, they were like, relative, like relatively young. Yeah, my dad might have had a lead poisoning. He was a very, he was a crazy did. character. He was high on cocaine the whole time. So that does change. He was your dad? Yeah. So that was like his big using years. So that's him like. But that's like a, that's like a high powered business guy, cocaine, right? Yeah, white collar. Yeah, white like, collar. Very okay. Michael Douglas kind of existence. Yeah. Or a, a lot of very similar to Michael Douglas, like a very Damn. sweaty guy, five o'clock shadow, cigarettes, driving Cocaine. a Porsche, wearing like a suit with like a, a little belt. You know those thin belts? Oh yeah. 80s. Oh yeah. Damn, a whole generation of white collar workers Divorced. lost. Coke divorced and divorce yeah and just like yeah. <laughs> tough time yeah you can watch tv all night who cares yeah i'm just you're just a pawn in the divorce oh that's a good that's, idea that's going on at the time i gotta remember to use my kid as a pawn in my marriage issues and stuff keep forgetting keep trying to protect him you know yeah, it seems counterintuitive. Yeah. Just throw on the most violent movie I can think of and just leave the room. And then when I, and then when I need to, you know, frame my wife for child abuse, I uh, come out and take a video and like, look what my wife put on. Can you believe it? Something like that. I don't know. I'm, I'm still working on it. But can you believe he didn't get custody of the children and the divorce? <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> he didn't get. My mom ended up getting full custody and then super, <laughs> supervised visitation. Just probably a feminist judge. Would you, you want know, to supervise liberal judges? Would you want a supervised visit with your child? Yeah. And you live in like an apartment. I was supervised. Yeah. I mean, like if I couldn't get any other way, I guess I'd take You live that. in like a back house. Sounds pretty cool. It's like a pretty cool way to bond with your son. He's like at your rich guy your rich friends compound in calistoga nice. in northern california just being like yeah you know i own all these buildings and restaurants and you could sleep in that like shed out back honestly that my situation would not be as good as that if uh everything shakes out but um you know but that sounds nice to uh, yeah live on a compound in, You'd a be in the shed yeah, I would just be in the shed on my wife's compound. <laughs> I just oh, what's a storage rental locker? Oh yeah, yeah. That's One a of cool. Illegally living in it. A lot of fans in there. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, and, then, and I'm just hanging out with my kid, being like, "So, what do you want to do?" One of those lantern lights, like construction lights, yeah, with like the grit, like the the protective grid, like metal grid. Yeah, in you front. can still stick your finger through it and like get a third degree burn immediately. That's that's yeah. what we end up doing as an activity. There's not much else in the in the storage unit. So, like, when if you think about my dad's situation in the in the divorce. <laughs> Mm-hmm. He's on the losing end. So the movies, uh, I mean, are the that's all he's got. Oh, so you were watching movies, you're saying, with your dad in his back house? Well, like as things, as we were getting there. Gotcha. Gotcha. But like, as a, he used to have a house, he used to have multiple houses. He was like doing really well. Right. Right. And, and then it like the, the divorce, he lost his job. He just started doing too many drugs, but like, he'd just be like, yeah, watch TV. I got a lot of shit that's going on. But uh, come on. Don't you want to like blame your mom and stuff? Be like, dad's life was bad because of you. She would be like, you can't watch that. Be like, dad lets me do it. Dad loves me more. Yeah. And they'd be pissed. Yeah. Dude, I'm so sorry about you had your mom. That sucks. I wish she wasn't in the way of you and your dad's happiness. You know, I watched a lot of good movies, though. I was just like, hey, parents, calm down. Be quiet. I'm just watching TV, okay? Yeah, totally. Because either way, I would be watching a lot of movies. Yeah, but you would be watching. It was like my favorite thing as a kid. Yeah, but you would be watching like Uncle Buck. and saw that in the movie Beethoven Second. Like you'd watch like Beethoven Second like 20 times if you were like a regular kid. No, one of the video ones. Should be like constantly watching that movie and just, like this is great. I'd be watching Ernest Goes to Camp. Yeah. In which I did I a was. lot of Ernest. I did a lot of Pee Wee's Big Adventure, of course. Um, then we'd tape shows too sometimes. You know, great times. What about Slumber Party Massacre <laughs> 2? Yeah, yeah, totally. The other thing is when I would go to my friend's house, I would watch cable there also. And like, we had one friend, we watched Hard Ticket to Hawaii when we were like in second grade. It just was mind blowing. That sounds awesome, actually. That sounds like a lot of fun to be with your second grade friends. Like, check this out. Whoa, like the Frisbee with the bomb on it. Like, we couldn't believe it. (laughs) That's a good sleepover movie, honestly. It was, uh, you know, a lot of people were like this. A lot of people watch Hamburger, the motion picture, Police Academy, Revenge of the Nerds. You know, this is the 80s. I grew up, yeah. I was born in 83, so 88, 89. Revenge of the Nerds, for sure. There wasn't a lot of kids' content, and this, uh, all that crapola, all those stupid comedies, stupid horror movies, Troll. A lot of all shit. That sh- all that shit, Motorama. They could just every mom and pop video store would buy them because the studios were slow to release anything. Mm-hmm. Disney tapes were expensive. And yeah. And kids have like less of a um, stand, like lower standards for what they like. They can watch a complete shit, like piece of shit and be like, this is yes. amazing. That's how everything yeah. I watched was. Everything was just <laughs> so awesome. Yeah. And I would watch anything and I had no, I, I didn't, I couldn't tell the difference between quality on anything until that I was sounds, maybe in seventh grade. 
That sounds like a dream, honestly. Don't you wish we you should... could go back to that? Thinking everything you saw was awesome, like a little kid does, but then also watching awesome adult movies. Everything, everything basically worked as yeah. long as it was presented in a coherent fashion. When did you and see this movie for the first time? I would have been in fifth grade. Wow. Ten. You went over. So I was basically his house. age. I was his. And he was no, like, my... hey, put on these jeans and let's watch this movie. Come to my shed. Yeah, come to my theme park, and it's just a shed. That'd be your. You have your <laughs> Neverland is the shed. Yeah. Michael it's Jackson basically just had a, a big shed. That mm-hmm. was the theme park that he took a kid to, Melissa. Good stuff. Good times. There you go. Every bachelor has his cool house, his cool stuff, you know. Mm -hmm. You got to show off. You you know, I was thinking, uh, you know, you don't want to start him too late, too early or whatever with showing him crazy shit. But like, it also, as you were talking, I was like, man, you kind of shouldn't wait too long, though, to show him something that could fuck them up. You have to, like, take a chance and, and maybe fuck up your kid. At a certain age with a movie that's deranged yeah. twisted or whatever. Texas or Chainsaw like, Massacre, like great movie wieners. for a child. Yeah. Just Silence like when they graduate lambs. elementary school, throw that on. Be like, you're, you're a man now. The other thing is like a movie like Silence of the Lambs. In second grade, I saw that. I could barely follow it. It was so right. complicated and smart and like sophisticated and like complex. But you remember the face eating and shit, right? Yeah. But like the cum on the face. I didn't understand what cum was. Oh, yeah. I remember seeing that when I was a kid, too. And being like, what do you throw? What is that? Yeah. And so very simple, direct horror movies were the best. Things like a guy chasing someone, action movies, Schwarzenegger movies. That's why I say Big Trouble in Little China was even though I saw the thing, I rewatched Big Trouble in Little China more. Like the big, dumb, yeah. loud movies were what I really liked. Yeah, it's visceral and visual. Street trash to a five-year-old in that state of where everything's amazing is just yeah. per- a perfect movie. It's so funny. It's, it's so yeah. Broad. It's like you're like laughing, cracking. It's off, so like, slapsticky. Oh, stupid shit. Commando, loved I Commando. Love, yeah, Commando's so good. Um. Damn, yeah. So, what other pedophile movies do you think? What's the, what's like in the third of the series? What do you think would be? What do you think it would be? Peanut Butter Solutions, an, an amazing one. Was pedophile-y, maybe? You think? Well, it's just anything you consider pedophile-y is just a dark children's movie. But no, you're you glossing actually, over a lot of stuff about this movie. I don't think this movie. It, I don't think Dial Code. I don't think this movie is pedophiles at all i don't think i I totally disagree with that main a mainstream movie that can appeal to like uh girls trip you know? i'm sorry what about girls this is trip? a movie like girls trip where it's like a movie that's like all black cast or whatever it's made you know it's kind of like a representation thing like they got mainstream comedy that's like all black and stuff like that but it crosses over and it's for like a general 
It's not for that target niche audience only. Like, I don't understand the connection between those two movies. And then this movie is like a movie that's like for pedophiles and stuff, but it has a a mainstream crossover appeal, which is what you want. That's how you get a hit. I mean, do you read, Adam? Of course. Because like, do you have any novels are about children having a rite of passage like Catcher in the Rye I don't read them so like this is just nor- this like this seems you're saying this is so unusual but this is a very common I'm not talking about device. the, the kid child- being an adult I'm talking about kid having a big butt and tight jeans and the camera creeping in on him while he's peeing I never, I never felt this watching the weird the lipstick shit like Sweaty, shirtless kid. I Those felt, are the things in the, that in the lipstick that kind scene, of makes I felt me bad. When I see a sweaty, shirtless kid or like a kid wearing tight ass pants you and stuff, I'm kind of like, what? No, <laughs> like that. Okay, interesting. Look, you <laughs> that makes are me be like, oh, attracted this, to the child. No, <laughs> you are getting. You are trying to justify. You're like a guy who's like, you're like a person in the closet who is, you know, overcompensating. By no. being um, judgmental and about what I see, like Brokeback Mountain or something, like those Christian pastors who then turn out to be gay. No, this is just the final trap in the pedophile's mind puzzle that I know you're trying to put put me through. I right mean, now. this is an incoherent, schizophrenic. You're trapping me into this ravings of a madman mad maze, where I'm becoming confused and forgetting what I find attractive conventionally. Which is women, adult women. <laughs> you can't trick me. It. You can't you can't trick me about my sexuality, Adam. No, you're I don't believe solid. sexuality is something that can be the only thing that can you can be tricked out of is a lie. Mm. You can be caught in a lie. You can't be caught and change your nature. What are you what are you saying right now? I'm saying you're in the closet, you're living a life, you're living a lie about your true feelings, which are fine. I the mean, gay closet? You, you don't I'm in the gay be, closet? No, the pedophile closet. Oh, right. You're a pedophile. You view this no. movie as a workout no. of a pedophile because you are attracted to the boy in the movie physically. So if, if somebody shows up another person a movie. And they're like, hey, man, this is fucking weird movie. It kind of feels like it's a pedophile movie. Then that person is like a pedophile. <laughs> the person, who, not the guy who's showing them the movie. I'm just saying, I never, I don't and has see a thin it. Mustache. It doesn't see, no one else. No one else says that. Have you just, made it this far in the pot? Like nobody's listening at this point, but please feel free to chime in about whether you not or whether or not you think this is a pedophile movie hmm. a movie by or yeah, for yeah let's get a poll going both. let's boo, you know boo. leave a respond to the the episode tweet you know yeah let's uh, let's get let's get some audience hear, engagement finally let's hear some <laughs> opinions yeah who's a pedophile me or william one there only one of us is but one of us definitely is do you want to listen to the guy who understands the movie, or do you want to listen to the guy who's distracted really projecting, images? projecting his own shameful? No, 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 no. 
his own shame. I'm not he's insecure with himself. He's because I'm not a pedophile. He's Chris Cooper from American Beauty. Let's be honest, but he's a pedophile. Oh, like That's a pedophile a, version of that guy. Later tonight, yeah, Adam guy. will rewatch this movie, and he will he'll then kiss the TV after pausing <laughs> the screen. Promise you, I will not be kissing the, the TV. And then be caught and be like, what? This movie's weird, right, guys? William. William did this to me. Like a Tim Robinson character. Like, what? Guys, come on. This movie <laughs> yeah. is for pedophile. Like, how could you not want? Who how put could you this not on? see it? What, what are you guys putting this on? This is cra- I guess I'll watch it. Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, my God. It's Look on. at his butt and the jeans. And that he's peeing. Oh, man. If I was a pedophile, I'd be pretty hard right now. I gotta pause it. I'm too upset. I'm gonna rewind oh, it. On that I'm so upset. I'm rewinding well. it and playing that scene over <laughs> because I hate it. It disgusts me. Yes. Your wife just has her hands in her head. She's crying, just weeping, openly weeping. Does your girl by speaking of which, does your girlfriend know that you watched this movie? And has she seen this movie? She won't watch movies with me anymore. Oh, really? Apparently, I lost that recommendation. What what movie did it? All of them. Oh, okay. This is a buildup. Because uh, last time or whatever, a couple of weeks ago, you were like, we were, had a fun little thing about pedophile jokes about that at the end of the episode, and then I guess she was like, "Why do you? <laughs> why are you making so many jokes about that?" And I say <laughs> the same thing every time. I'm like, Adam will not shut up. <laughs> he is obsessed and it's like, it drives me crazy. I hate it. The episode is ruined. You can only you can't talk about the movie. So. It just becomes, it becomes like this bizarre fixation he has. Yeah. So like sweatily fixated on it. Um, well, that, okay. I guess we should wrap this up. Yeah, man. This is so great. I'm so glad I watched your pedophile movie. Thanks, man. It's not my movie. I didn't make no, this it's a movie, movie cherished and having your personal. I, I think this is a cool movie about a cool kid. And I, as a kid, I, I liked how dark it was. Yeah. And I thought this was a, a cool, weird movie. And as an adult, I watch it. I'm kind of like, man, this drags in parts. This kid is kind of lame, but as Those a kid, I just, that... I just was, I related to him at, because he was a kid. So it was like, Whoa, like this is a roller coaster. I'm going, I can't believe, Oh my God, he lost an, an eye. Imagine if, if I lost an eye or like, dude, honestly, you know, who would have been perfect I got tattooed and yeah. Is little Pete from Pete and Pete. He would have been like incredible in this movie. Absolutely. But you know who knows? Pedophiles have like a Problem weird child. You need a redhead. Yeah, you need a you need yeah, a, a gross redhead, redhead bastard. You know, the problem child kid is has like a weird southern accent. It's like, <laughs> yeah. Oh, geez, dad. Oh, oh come on. It's awesome. That's kind of see. That's that's the one that holds up the best from the era. Obviously, um, prom child is is like the coolest one, the funniest I remember one. Seeing the like liking that movie so much, I saw it the second one in the theater and like incredible, know. just murdered. The second one was so funny in the movie theater. Yeah, 
Gilbert unbelievably Gottfried. funny. The pizza yeah. restaurant, the fat guy barfing. I mean, it just was. And then you like as an adult, you have John Ritter. Yeah, it's got stuff to appeal to parents too. His cool grandpa. I love the grandpa when he's like he has a sports store. Yeah, is that who's that guy again? Jack Walsh. That's the Jack dad from Walsh. Dirty Work. Another Jack. Dirty yeah. Work. Yes, right? of course. Used cars. He's amazing at used cars. I haven't seen it. Um, is that movie for pedophiles too? No, that movie's awesome. That's uh that's like one of Robert's best movies. It's about a a, a crazy used car salesman. No, and, that's cool. hij- and lots of hijinks. And it's kind of like Animal House humor. It's like very like horny. Ra- it's raunchy. Oh yeah. Movies aren't it's horny like- anymore. They aren't raunchy. Now you have to make a movie about like, it's like Miss Marvel or She-Hulk or like Those are Sandman. Shows. That's another all series, t- I think. But It's just like, there's no, nothing's cool anymore. Nothing's just like, hey, these guys are horny. Let pedophiles make movies again. Why aren't there horny superheroes that are just horny, but no violence? Just like, I got to get laid this summer. Yeah. It's like the X-Men go on spring break. Yeah. Why can't Cyclops shoot lasers out of his dick hole instead of his eyes? And then they have to save the day at the end. (laughs) Yeah. Give me a fucking break. There's like a, a, there's like an evil alien conspiracy at the spring break party city and then them and their and their honeys they like kick ass yeah and save the day with their laser powers and their like karate kicks Mm -hmm. but before that they're like there's like montages of them like playing volleyball and like pulling like bikinis off girls and like spying on them and like yeah rubbing the locker room using their laser vision to see through the wall just fun hijinks horny hijinks Freezing someone and just walking in in the room, undressing her. <laughs> yeah. and, and it's like playing like Rick Springfield over it. Kind of like Last That'd American cool. Virgin or like Fast Times at Ridgemont High. It's like, yeah, we're just coming of age. We're having a great time. Mm-hmm. And then like the pizza shop owner or the evil businessman turns out to be an alien. And then they're like, they use their superpowers to like, they just like look at him naked and humiliate him. <laughs> they steal his underwear and like put poison on it like Revenge of the Nerds they burn his dick they put like hot sauce on his underwear oh they did that in Revenge of the Nerds that's assault yeah. actually they also rape his the bad guy's girlfriend in Revenge of the Nerds oh yeah yeah they just the go fucking yeah they change the identity crime spree like they violent their, criminal shit he wears the other guy's costume they're getting their revenge, I guess. And she can't tell the difference. Yes, of course. A man's an entire body. <laughs> a physically the paleness of the skin, immaculate, the color. like athletic, strong Head, guy. And yeah. Blonde, tanned, California beach guy versus a nerd body. Just can't tell because of a mask. I remember, yeah. And then like she's like, whoa. Oh no, she finds out and then she's like cool with it, right? Because he fucked her too so good. Yeah, he like went down on her. Oh, that's that's it. He just went down he, on her. 
Yeah, because the guy like the jocks doesn't do that. Oh, nice. And then, um, well, that like Revenge of the Nerds with X Men would be a cool movie. Yeah, that would. But the Disney Plus will never make it. Bastards. They make it like Riverdale. Yeah, for kids that are fucking losers. That's that's the that's like the demographic for What's shows like that. What's the darkest kids movie right now? What kids movie? Well, everything's a cartoon, I guess, right? Lemony Snicket. <laughs> yeah. The Monsters by Rob Zombie. Kids, everything kids. It's just completely. Nickelodeon, Disney have a lock on it. There's not going to be, we're going to be like very short of bullies in the coming generations if we don't do something about this. You know what it is? It's just social media. A kid can get locked into a bad YouTube channel, like a gamer, like a bad gaming stream. Oh, uh, yes, of course. PewDiePie might be too much for like a little kid. They might be watching just like some horrible racist rant. Yeah, just go on YouTube. That's where you can find the. So, the like we say, like, oh, this is gone. Needs. You can't find this, but actually, you a kid today could find more horrible shit on YouTube. True. Like true. if like the the modern me is just a kid on a laptop, and or just given an iPad or in like a game lounge or whatever. And like I used to watch TV to when I was like four years old, and the TV would just turn off at midnight. Disney Channel would just stop broadcasting. But like today, if you had an, if I had an shit, iPad, man. I could just be constantly watching. Oh yeah, YouTube. You just get like re- you know, really socialize yourself, like make get yourself really good social skills. Spend years doing that. You'll be a normal guy, normal cool guy like William. So. Yeah, I don't know. There's no there's no consensus on the matter. Yeah. The well, scientists us... just the scientists don't know. So if you have a kid, just let them do whatever they want because who else knows more than the child? Wise words from the guy who picked the pedophile movie. Again, he did it. I just picked a movie. You are the one who has <laughs> No, I'm saying like a creepy this is a good, obsession with a subject matter that most people. That's a good deflection the, for pedophiles is to be worst. like, man, you're being creepy. Like, I'm just trying to hang out. Like, I just enjoy the kid's company. Why are you making it like all creepy and sexual? This is what a pedophile would say to well, a, a pedophile would never you. allow anyone to even get a hint of his activity. That's what secret, the, that's the obvious thing. That's the obvious thing, but real pedophiles. Would a sociopath gloat in know. public? <laughs> you would have to be a fool to do that. Yeah, but well, if but if it's presented being like, hey man, is this a little this feels a little funny? Would a like, sociopath the guy would be like, oh, of course, nothing, sir. Adam, would a sociopath take delight in duping those around him? And begging to, begging to be caught. In a self-destructive way, of course not. No course sociopath not. would do that. They're very careful. Yes. You point their compulsive point behavior that they can't control keeps them in check. Yeah, it's the one thing that centers them, actually. 
They really don't want to get caught. They hate taking risks. Everybody needs an anchor. For sociopaths, it's risking, you know, fucking alienating people or whatever. For pedophiles, it's hanging out with kids all the time. You know, if you hang out with a bunch of kids and you're only molesting like one or two, then chances are pretty good. You have like a pretty good like way to be like, hey, I just I like it. I'm hanging out with these guys. Right. And then you ask the other like 98 and they're like, yeah. I've never been. Where is this coming from? What is this about? I'm just saying, don't try to. That was very revealing. Don't try to spin things around as I'm talking about that. I'm like mentally getting like <laughs> confused now. No, I am confused. Oh, I've been tangled up in a knot once again. Because <laughs> you don't, because you're, you're trying to keep a lie in check. No, no, that's not true. And you're taking massive delight. I thought we were doing bits. I thought I I just thought we were doing a funny show of bits where we just said stuff that was obviously not true. I've been getting like slowly, you've been like running around a rope around me for an hour and a half. I'm like, hey, this is fun of fun. Like, what are you what are you doing? And you're going up and down. The only thing that is funny is the truth. Truth and comedy. Making anything up for comedy is one of the worst things you can do <laughs> to be creative. Well, be I guess clever. I guess I'm not really bad then because I was making up everything I was saying. To be clever is a, is awful. The most important thing in comedy is to have judgment. And I judge the Adam. <laughs> I judge you. No, you're the you're the person who picked the movie out. I'm just the person who <laughs> brought up the fact that it has this tone. The tone is like Twin Peaks. The tone is of surrealism. The tone is like a French film. It's like it's a touch. It's a touch. It's like Erie, Indiana. It's, you know, no one would ever go as far as to accuse anyone in this movie of crimes like that. So I think you're. I thought you were going to say no one would go so far as to prove French people as being pedophiles. So if it's a bit, it's boring. If it's, if it's real, then <laughs> it's, not it's, real. it's stupid. <laughs> It's a boring but bit. It's a it's bit just that's a bad boring. Bit. <laughs> yeah. All right, good. Let's end this episode. <laughs>